Hello and welcome to Stay Paid, the sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business so you can live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. My name is Joshua Stike, and I am joined, as always, by Luke Acree. Hello, everybody. How you doing, Luke? I'm doing pretty good, man. I got whiskey beside me that I might crack open. I don't know. It's been one. It's a payroll day. So those are the days maybe every, I should drink Every time whiskey. we start the Facebook Live a little bit late, you know that it's payroll day. Yeah, because every other week we do payroll <laughs> on Tuesdays. We process it. So it's a great time to do a podcast with uh, about you know spending yep. money on your spending marketing. Spending money on your marketing, spending money on your people, spending money on... <laughs> we're spending money on everything. I mean, I just wrote a purchase or signed a purchase order for a firewall. You know, things you think in business, like you just don't realize like all these operating expenses, like who, who would have thought that like a service agreement for a firewall is going to be over 20 grand? I mean, how crazy is that? And that's just one little part of IT stuff. But anyways. Yeah. <laughs> well, last week we talked about creating a wow experience for your clients. And this week we're going to go a little bit deeper into that idea of creating an experience by talking about giving client gifts. We all know that it is better to give than to receive, but in business, you have to give in order to receive. This is called the reciprocity effect or the norm of reciprocity. I've never actually heard it described as the norm the of norm reciprocity. In social psychology, reciprocity is a social norm of responding to a positive action with another positive action, rewarding kind actions. It's actually a human need or a tendency to want to give something back when something is received. People feel a sense of obligation to do something for you when you've done something for them. So today we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about how you can apply this to your business and marketing. But first, I thought it would be fun, inspired by our last podcast, where we kind of went into our backstories a little bit, to go down memory lane. Uh-oh. Christmas is a week away. Uh-oh. So when this podcast releases. Have you done Christmas your Christmas shopping? Are you done? Oh, yeah, I'm done. See, you're a planner. I have not bought a single Christmas present. No, no, no. That's the difference between Josh and I. <laughs> Josh has bought all of his Christmas presents. I have bought zero. Dude, Black Friday, I sit and my wife goes out shopping with my mom. It's kind of awesome. They, they have a ton of fun. My daughter goes with them sometimes. They go out at like midnight, Thanksgiving night or whatever. Oh, nice. And then I will uh, I will sit there and just buy everything Online. on Amazon or I get the emails with the sales. And I just go through and take care of everything. It actually generates ideas. Like, I don't even make a list for people. I just see, oh, this person would like that. It is funny. I walked home last night, and there was a huge box in my kitchen. And I opened it up, and it was just full of just things. I call them things. They're probably gifts. And I was like, what is this? And she's like, oh, I ordered that from a company, and they sent me all this stuff. I was like, oh, my gosh. I did not buy one gift in a physical store this year. Mm. I'm not Is supporting that a telltale sign? Yeah, 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 seriously, dude, you got to get out to the brick and mortars. But I thought it'd be fun to kind of talk about what our favorite maybe Christmas memories are or what your favorite gift was mm. that you received as a, as a young Luke. <laughs> What your favorite Dude, gift there is, might there be. There is an awesome home video of me. I, I guess I've been... Um, Dude, if I, we could get the home video. I have a great one, too. Oh. If we could get those home videos, I'm the type awesome. of person that wants to make sure you feel appreciated. Oh, the same way. So... I am the same way. I overreact to yes. everything. Dude, I, I, I don't want to yell into the mic, but there's a home video of me opening up Bingo. Yeah. The game. And I'm like, <laughs> Bingo! Best game ever! Bingo! And I'm like screaming at the top of my lungs, Bingo! And it's I just so obvious way. when you watch the home video that here's a kid that probably didn't care at all about Bingo, but was so, I guess, self-conscious about making people feel good when they opened the gift. I always That's hated funny. opening gifts in front of your family. Right. Um, like your extended family. Your brother and right, sister's right. not as much, but your extended family. Because you just feel so obligated to react when your grandma gives you underwear. You're just like, <laughs> underwear! Yes! Underwear! <laughs> 
No, she give you those tidy whities and you're like, Grandma, I don't wear tidy whities. We're getting really personal. Right that is now. a little. <laughs> favorite gift? Do you have one? favorite? No, yeah, favorite gift. Easy for me. Um, it was when my brother Dan and I. So this is the Dan that's actually been on the podcast. So we grew up with super into music. You guys know my story. Obviously, wanted to be you know a musician, all that good stuff. My parents, since my dad was a pastor, I think when he started out, he was making eleven thousand dollars a year. Right. So so we lived in a church parsonage, and so we eight kids didn't have a ton of money, and so we wanted a drum set but did not think there was any way we would get a drum set. Mm -hmm. And after we opened all the Christmas presents that everybody, you know, we had went through it all. And then they said, we have one more surprise for you. And so we didn't know what it was. So Dan and I walked back to the back room and there was a drum set and we freaked out. I still remember (laughs) it because we just loved music. We didn't have a drum set. We used to play, we used to set up buckets to tell you, we used to down in our basement, we'd have those like five gallon buckets. We'd set up a bunch of them and that's how he would play. Then we we got the drum set. It was freaking amazing. I still remember that memory. It was an unbelievable moment. I remember getting an electric guitar one year for Christmas. I think I was 14 when we got uh, our electric guitar. And then I remember getting my bass guitar, I think for my 16th birthday, which ended up being my instrument of choice. But my favorite gift that I remember getting, and I think I have video of this one. Um, this was a year where like, we, my parents were always great at getting us gifts. They, they were great at surprising us. I don't know if it's different now, but I feel like I can't surprise. You're not good at surprising your kids. It's because they know everything. Exactly. It's not so much a surprise as it is I feel like they get more stuff throughout the year. And I don't know if that's just because it's easier to buy stuff or if we're You're soft for soft. You're soft, dude. Maybe this is a weakness of ours where we kind of whatever. But like we didn't really get stuff throughout the year when I was a kid. So Christmas and birthdays were like huge deals. And and, and Easter, we would get presents on, too. So I remember you got presents on Easter. Yeah. yeah. I remember getting like a kite. Like dude, every man, year you were my grandmother. Spoiled. We'd go outside. We'd Freaking, we didn't even celebrate Easter. <laughs> Easter Bunny's not real, people. No, I <laughs> Just kidding. Don't say that. <laughs> All but, the kids um, listening to this, I'm just kidding. One year, I think I was 11, and I really wanted a Creepy Crawlers workshop. I don't know if you remember. The I don't remember a Creepy workshop. Creep. Jesse, Jesse remembers. remembers the Creepy. Yeah, so she's great. Mark. Mark's we like, oh yeah, I remember the same that. time. We all remember the Creepy <laughs> Crawlers workshop. Anyway, I just learned today. Apparently, these things came out in the 60s. I didn't realize that, but they made like a resurgence in the early 90s. So I looked okay. it up. I, I had to be like 11 whenever this happened. Okay. It's all that I wanted. You could make these plastic molds of these creepy uh, like bugs and insects. I think you could actually make like pencil toppers. Like pencil toppers were like a huge thing when we were in <laughs> like in middle school or whatever. You can make your own pencil topper. And I remember opening that thing. We have like a, a, a video of it where – do you remember the video of the N64 kid – I don't YouTube, remember the video, but I remember he, N64. The N64 kid where he got like so excited opening the N64. The N64. And that was me with bingo. That, that was that, me, that was me with bingo. Right workshop. I remember getting that thing and just absolutely being thrilled. So, but it's fun. It's fun. Um, fun remembering, fun making memories for the next. But that's what you generation. have to do for your clients. I mean, that's yeah. what the whole reciprocity effect is, is the idea of do something nice for them. And it doesn't have to just be in a gift. Like what well, we have right beside us right here. If you, you're listening to this, you can't see it, but go to our YouTube channel because you'll see it on the video. This is a gift I literally got today in the mail from a friend slash partner slash somebody we're working with um, and hopefully working with more in 2019. And they sent me a gift today. So it's not just about sending gifts, but it's amazing how I feel after receiving this. But more importantly, 
I feel almost more obligated. And Dean and Mike, if you're if you're listening to this, when you know we're obviously working out our pilot program stuff, you almost feel more. You do. You you literally feel more obligated yeah. to do something back. In fact, Andrew Sachs and I had already planned on sending them a gift, but Andrew called me last night and goes um, because he had already received a gift from them. And Andrew's our vice president of sales on the financial services side, and he goes, um, Luke, we got to up our game, man. We got to up our game on what we're going to send them because they sent this. So it just shows you that the impact you can make on people, even with like small gestures. And I think this is super important. If if you're taking any point away from this podcast, when it comes to the reciprocity effect, you know, you mentioned you haven't gone to a store this year to buy a present, right? So all of our people that are listening to this, they are face-to-face relationship type salespeople. So what happens to them? Is online going to replace them? The reciprocity effect and the idea of making an impact on somebody mm-hmm. is that much more important for our service-based sales professionals, real estate agents, insurance agents, financial advisors. How you make people feel will dictate, I think, your future success in the industry because technology is going to change things. It's going to change how you do business, where you do business, all those things. But how you make people feel will remain, meaning like that's what's going to keep you in this business as a real estate agent, as an insurance agent. They won't really remember necessarily the contract stuff you did, but they'll remember the way you made them feel. Exactly. And that's all about the reciprocity effect. Yeah, it's like the uh, the old adage, people don't remember what you said, they remember how you made them feel. And that's really, uh, it's super interesting. I looked up, there was in 1974, the sociologist, his name was Philip Coons, he conducted an experiment. He mailed out uh, 600 handwritten Christmas notes with a picture of his family in it to 600 randomly selected people, complete strangers. Really? Right. So when was, you know, if you if you mailed out 600 things to strangers, how many would you expect to respond? Maybe one. Maybe one. 200 people. 200 responded? Responded to a complete stranger because it had a handwritten note and a picture of his family. And that is Dude, that's the, the power of the reciprocity effect. It's basically since this guy had done something for them, sent them a something nice note, nice. And, and something that's personal. Simple. That's not even like buying like White Glove sent me a bottle of whiskey yeah. and a couple booty. That's a covers, note and a photograph, right? And yeah, and he did something very, very simple. Yeah, so it's super interesting to see those to kind of see those experiences. Another one that I read about this guy um, was in the book Influence, which is a great book by Robert. Um, Caldini, I'm going to mess up his last name. Um, but he had actually run an experiment where there was a case study in which waiters' tips increased by 3% when diners are given a mint and 14% when they're given two mints. Wait, wait, say that one more time. So a waiter's tip increased yep. when diners were given one mint yep. by 3%, increased by 3%. Okay. When given two mints, the tip increased by 14%. No way. What about, Here's the kicker. I wonder, you get those waitresses and waiters that write thank you in little notes right. on the receipts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder what that does psychologically. The kicker is when the waiter left one mint with the bill but quickly returned to offer a second mint, the tips increased by 23%. <laughs> but what that is, is that it's, is the unexpected it's, gift. Yes, it's in, right? in the perception you just gave to that person of how you're taking Singling care of them. Singling them out, yep. taking care of them, making it making them mm-hmm. feel that much more special with a very, very small gesture. So apply that to your business. Average transaction or, or sales volume for a real estate agent is $1.5 million. If you do those little things that mm-hmm. give people the unexpected and, and initiate that effect, 23% increase in your business would be an additional 340 
5,000 in sales volume. Just right? by giving a couple Which is mints. about three transactions. Just a couple mints, people. So just give one, so give one mint and then leave and then drive back and give a second <laughs> mint every time you do a listing presentation or something. <laughs> well, you think, I don't know how to apply that to your business, no, like specifically for the mint, but think about the, the psychology behind it. Think well, about the power of what in your business can you do that is unexpected. Our last podcast, sim- we talked about on moving day, send a pizza, correct. right? Whenever they're Mark moving, just it's said unexpected. His real estate agent sent him a cake on his birthday. Oh, that sounds great. Right? Send him a cake on his birthday. It is the, the main take, one of the main Mark's birthday takeaways was uh, is, earlier this month. Happy birthday, Mark. Nice. Happy yeah. birthday. So the main takeaway is like, are you doing, are you doing a mint type process in your business right now? Or do you have something that replace mints with something? Hashtag what is your mint? To, yeah. What is your mint? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So are you doing something <laughs> like that? And if you're not, and I think about us, are we doing that for our clients? And I feel like, you know, we have these touch points mm-hmm. that we do for people and they're like little free coaching modules, how to follow up. But I, I wonder if that really makes them feel special. Just being honest, like, like, when we teach people things and give them free content and free value, I think it's good, but I almost go, should we do something so outside what people expect? They mm-hmm. expect us to do business related stuff. Should we do something so outside? And I no, think it's a great point. Yes. I mean, content marketing used to, and it still does have an incredible impact on your business and your transactions, but it's becoming expected. Correct. And that's where you really have to be creative and start thinking of what are things that would be unexpected and put yourself in your customer's shoes. You know, what, what would be something that you would receive that would be unexpected? Um, and how do you then translate that to uh, applying in your business? Now, it has to be it has to be scalable. That's kind of one it of the hardest things. It has to be scalable, things. and it has to be personal. It has to be personal. See, like scalable. this, what you guys are seeing, if you're watching our YouTube video, yeah. this right here, like they gave me these little booty things that go on your shoes. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever called? seen these before, right? But um, I don't know what they're called. Like on the bottom, safe it's- Safe step. Yeah, safe Safety step. Yeah, yeah, safety step. But it goes over your like dress shoes to keep your dress shoes protected from like the snow or from dirt or something like that. And they sent me a bottle of whiskey and then this nice little basket it came in. The the key to this gift that they did, just breaking it down psychologically, is we had a conversation when we were in Michigan with them. And we were visiting clients together and Dean was putting these on his feet, these little booty things when we were walking out of visiting a client together. And I looked down at his shoes and said, dude, what are you doing? What are those? And he said, what are you talking about? You've never seen these before? And Andrew and I were like, we have never seen this. And he made fun of us like mm-hmm. we we're you know, from the boonies. But I had never seen these before. And so what he's done, right, is he's taken a conversation, something that was personal turned it into a gift. That's what makes this gift so much more impactful is he's using something that he learned about us on our trip, something that we connected with, had a couple jokes over and putting it in. The other thing is we, you know, I, we like to have a good time. And so he sent me whiskey. So we went out and we talked about um, just the different types of, you know, drinks and stuff that we, you know, we're trying and stuff like that. And he sent us whiskey. So he made Though he put some money into this gift basket, he the key to it was he made it more personal. Yeah. Does that make sense? So oh, like, absolutely. Well, this is where you have to, we talk about this all the time on the podcast, <clears throat> you have to keep notes. So if you don't have a CRM or you yeah. don't have a way of tracking this, you have to know what your client's interests are. If you're helping them with their financial decisions, you know what their life events are. If you're helping them move into a new house, 
You know if they have a dog because they need a backyard with a fence around it. You know if they love entertaining because yep. they needed a big pool area and a place to grill. You know if they love yeah, you art because Yeah, you as a real they, estate agent have so much info You have so much people. information. So take that time. Take a little notebook as you're showing houses, as you're collecting this information, these little bits of small data that you know your clients are looking for, whether uh, it's because you're helping them um, purchase a new home, yep. right? So you're their buyer agent, or it's because you're helping them sell their current home and you've seen it, you've taken pictures of it, you helped them stage it. But it's it. the same in insurance You and have to take too. note of that and then mark it in your system. Get a system together where you can pull it up. Oh, it's John's birthday. What does John yep. like? John likes golden retrievers. Let me see what I can find that relates to yep. golden retrievers. Uh, we just subscribed to this new, um, this new subscription um, box thing called Bully Box, I think, or Bully Mate, or whatever. It's in your treats for it your dogs sends or like toys. like really hard to destroy toys, That's like smart. every month or something like that. That's not an expensive investment to send a three month starter kit of yep. that to someone that has a golden retriever because golden retrievers are heavy chewers. Yep, like it's just those kind of ideas, completely unexpected. That's a, a touch point after the transaction, halfway between possibly that two and a half year mark where they're halfway between moving because the average person moves every five years that you can apply to your business um, today if you're doing the work now. Right. Like that's the whole take action part of it. You have to you have to start recording these interests, start start getting the data together on your clients and put a reminder system in place that's going. Now, we produce an awesome tool. It's an awesome tool, guys. Yes. Reminder.com. <laughs> <clears throat> we produce Shameless an awesome plug. tool Shameless that plug. will go out every two months that touches on a series Correct. of these topics. But what we say is the real power of the tool mm-hmm. isn't necessarily the fact that it's a customized magazine that looks beautiful and it makes it past the trash can. The real power of the tool is the fact that there's articles in there that yep. it can apply to just about everyone that you yep. can follow up with and have that conversation about. Correct. And I think this brings us into the next point, which is how to use these types of client gifts effectively. You have to follow up right away. The most powerful time to get that reciprocity effect is going to be when they're feeling those good feelings. As a matter of fact, there was an article written on how to overcome the urge to reciprocate. Really? So if, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're receiving something from a business or from somebody, they actually said, here's how to overcome the urge to reciprocate, such as trying to avoid the need to purchase an item after receiving a freebie. Give it time. To resist the urge. It shows you, man. Give it time. Experts suggest that the urge to reciprocate is strongest immediately after the initial exchange. If you can wait, you will probably feel less pressure to return the So when the should favor. you ask for referrals? Literally right after you sell them the home. <laughs> you did something great for them. Ask them for referrals. Right. Or use after this you opportunity. Gift, they've got the gift basket. They've got the rubber shoes. They've got the whiskey. Yep. You know, that's when their their good feelings about you are going to be the strongest. You have to capitalize on that time and then make sure that you are suggesting ways that they can reciprocate. So what's the most obvious way that they can reciprocate a referral? Yep. Right. So using opportunities like this to just say, hey, if you know anyone else that might be looking for a home, I'm always here for you. Here's my information. Would you mind passing that along? I think a good golden nugget or good gut check, for lack of a better word, is that who are the 10 people that are super, super important to your business? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Who are the 10? It could be even top five. Do you have something planned for them as a gift? Right? Do you have a gift planned for them? We're at the end of the year here. We're December. Are you sending them something? Even a handwritten note, even something. Like, do you have something that you're going to give them that stands out? And if you don't, why? Yeah. Like, why aren't you going that little bit of an extra mile that will make all the difference in them remembering you, but most importantly, just fostering that relationship? And I would make the point from the practicality standpoint of how do you do this effectively is that 
you don't have to spend a lot of money. I think of like our social media shares library that's in each of our clients' account interface. So each of our clients has access to tons of different content that's kind of just spliced up into, you know, you have like recipe stuff, you have lifestyle stuff, DIY stuff. All that is is just content, right? But the moment you make it super personal to the person, it triggers the reciprocity effect, i.e. my wife, Megan, loves to work out and loves to eat healthy. So instead of just posting content, literally send her a private message, post on her wall specifically and go, was thinking about you today. Hope you're doing well. I was thinking about, you know, my whatever Christmas recipes coming up and I was thinking about you and how you eat healthy. And I found this recipe and thought you would like it. Literally, you're spending hard. All you're spending is your time. You're spending no money, really. But the piece of content has nothing really to do with it. Yeah. It's all about the I thought about yeah. you because of this. Yeah. That's the real key point. And if you want to know great salespeople, they compliment you like oh, nobody's so <laughs> business. And you don't even realize yeah, what's yeah. happening to you. You're just like, man, I feel really good around this person. They just make me feel really good. Greatest salespeople just yeah. compliment you and they don't, they do it sincerely. They don't do it with just, you know, even though they know what they're doing, but they literally compliment you. And there's so much in this. And if you guys listen to our podcast with um, Ed Stulak, where he talks <clears throat> about it, because he's his whole life and his whole business is driven this way. It's all about this give, give, give mentality instead of a take, take, take mentality. Yeah. And naturally for all of us as business owners, salespeople, we're, we, our feet hit the ground. It's take. It's how do I get a close today? How do I get a buyer today? How do I get a seller? But if you could somehow just shift your mindset to be in that give, give, give mentality, that's the reciprocity effect. That's the power. And when you run your business model through this lens of how do I create reciprocity, you have to start with how do I give? How do I give to trigger people to want to give back to me? Yeah. <clears throat> so I think that's that, that kind of covers it. Yeah. That kind of covers it. It's going to be a little bit of a shorter podcast this week. We're, we're, we're going to break open the whiskey. We're, <laughs> we're going to break open the whiskey. Josh and, uh, thinks I'm joking, but and, I'm, I'm really <laughs> Enjoy your Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas to everyone out there who celebrates Christmas. And uh, we hope you guys have a great holiday season. We will do one more episode, I believe, this year. And then we're going to go on a little bit Are of a hiatus. Serious? We're doing only one more? We're going to do one more this wow. year. Yeah, I'm looking and at Jesse to make sure of, I've got right? this. We're doing the best of the podcast, yeah. the interviews, the marketing tips, sales tips. Yeah, I think we'll still keep going with the interviews, but we'll have a couple best of episodes for you guys. So hopefully you have a chance to check that out. If you are listening to this or watching this on YouTube, comment below what your favorite Christmas gift was as a child. I think that'd be super fun to see everyone mm -hmm. kind of their favorite Christmas and, gift. And comment below if you like opening gifts in front of people or if you hate it. I, I bet you 99% of people hate it. It's so stressful. Oh, it's ridiculously <laughs> stressful. Someone gets you a shirt I actually you don't envy like, my brother. a tie you don't like. My oh. brother's really good at like not caring what people think. So he'll open a gift. Be like, oh, that's great. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be that. I feel like I got to be like, yes. <laughs> but anyway guys thank you so much for listening if you liked what you heard today here on stay paid please go into itunes please give us a five star rating reciprocate <laughs> yeah, we did something us. nice for you this was unexpected it's um monday morning yes it's monday morning unexpected. when it comes out please go to itunes Leave a five-star review. Make sure to leave a comment. If you also, you can also find our podcast in video on youtube.com slash reminder media or staypaidpodcast.com. Please make sure to tell someone else about the podcast today. It really helps us spread the word. Uh, we do all this stuff for free because we just want to share uh, what we've seen success with. We want to hear what you guys have had success with in your business. If you'd like to get a hold of me or Luke, 
please email us at podcast at remindermedia.com. We're actually getting a lot more people emailing us um, at that address. So it's really it. fun to hear back from you guys. Or you can find us on Instagram and LinkedIn. And of course, check out Reminder Media on social media. We are at Reminder Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Pinterest. For this episode of Stay Paid, I am Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Akery, guys. And I'm going to co- close with this. I think the you know summation of this podcast truly is, is that Hey, the action item, find your top relationships that mean the most to your business. When you look back over the last couple of years of your business, even this last year, who are those top five to 10 people that mean the most? And do you have a gift that you're going to give them? And do you have even notes, as Josh said in this podcast, that you've taken on them that you know what matters to them personally, what's going to make them feel really loved, valued, that's going to create impact with them? and do a gift for them this Christmas. Do a gift for them here as we enter into the new year and watch the power of the reciprocity effect play out before your eyes. So the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer is top producers take action. Take action on doing that gift for each of your top 10 relationships. Have a great day, guys. 